Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, stuff it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, live from Burnley, for the other state visit. This is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to ask for a refund on a proper grotty Airbnb? We're going to get onto that very soon because you won't believe where we are at the moment and the Airbnb that we've got. It's, um, it's Select. Very- and how do you tell your best friend to dress, well, a bit less... A bit posh. A bit less posh? A bit less, a bit more... Well, I'm not wearing a tie. You might as well be, though. And, of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony aunt? Sorry, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North. You're more turf more, whereas I'm just worth more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. So here we are. We are currently in an Airbnb in Burnley Town Centre. We're just looking at the back of the uh, the shopping mall. Which is so much different from the front of the shopping mall. <laughs> what do you think of Burnley so far? How's it been? The people... I mean, the weather's been awful, hasn't it? Yeah, the weather's terrible. And that's obviously not exclusive to Burnley. That's anywhere in the northwest today, I think. Um, Pissed it down all day. But however damp and dismal the weather may be, it is not reflected in the warm, welcoming hospitality of the people of Burnley. It's been a good day, hasn't it? We're going to tell you about the day very soon, what we've been doing, who we've been speaking to, where we've been, because we've been up to all sorts. And Um, exciting news. Yeah. This week, it's a double bill. Yeah, because what we've done is we've recorded so much content, we were like, there's no point trying to squeeze this in in one episode. So on Thursday of this week, you're going to hear William out and about the raw audio in Burnley. And I think there's some very funny stuff in William there. raw and unedited. In Burnley. In Burnley. William raw in Burnley. So you'll find out what I've been up to. And then on Thursday, you can listen to everything in all its glory. Before we get started, when we um, went to Monaco... Yeah. I did a bit of a tour. Which seems a long, long time ago. <laughs> Which seems a fucking long, long way away right now. I did a tour of the five-star 
Well, it was like an apartment, the five-star... Well, it wasn't. It was a room in a, be- in a bedroom. But... It was an apartment. It was a big room. So I think you should do a tour of this B&B because, oh, my, I'm not sleeping here tonight. So hang on. Producer Ben has gone to the... I, I say effort. He, he has found this Airbnb, booked it, paid for it personally. Yeah. And now you're saying we're not staying here. I I... I know you're probably listening to this and thinking, what has happened to Jordan? I'm not... This isn't a beam. This is a crack den. Look at this. It's a crack den. I, if you're listening, William's going to do a tour now. I can't... There's not even proper curtains. It's a bedsheet over a window. Go and do a tour and tell everyone what you can see. Honestly, one night in the Hotel de Paris and he's turned into Alex Polizzi. I don't even care if you think I've, I've changed. I, I know my working class roots. This is a shithole and I am not staying here. Well, we'll start with the bathroom because we've, we've come to that. It's a, the light switch on a cord, which most of the, of the cord is a wonderful shade of brown. But the cord, I think, if you look up, was originally a cream colour. There's a bath, which has got some suspect stains on it. It's plastic. And uh, there's, a, there's a crack on down the side of the bath. The grouting around the tiles is um, well-worn. And uh, there's, a, there's a plastic measuring, measuring jug. Uh, Fair that shit stain with me. But they have put a they have put a sort of a canvas of an orchid on the wall as if in an attempt to make it look a bit nicer. Then we're coming into the kitchen. It's just a bit of random. Some euros uh, on the side, some coins. We've got a fire extinguisher. We've got an astonished kitchen cleaner, which I don't think has been used because I'm not astonished. We are on three levels here, so it is it is fairly luxury. There's a very 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 steep staircase which is the sort of staircase someone in a soap would fall down when they're pregnant. The doors to each of the bedrooms aren't on their hinges. They're just propped up against the wall. All three doors, in fact, in this bedroom have been propped up. And only one of the four beds in this place has actually been made up. And it's a single bed. Now, Jordan, Ben and I do like each other, but not that much. There is a limit. Uh, And then round the corner, there's... um, sort of the wardrobe um, area. There's a bar across. And there's just a man's suit hanging up. It's like a grey flannel. Where's it from? It doesn't say. It's that luxury. And uh, then in here there's a television on, on the floor, not plugged in. And also in the bedroom there's a gas cooker, uh, not plugged in, just in case you fancy doing a bit of cooking in the middle of the night. So that's the sort of place we're in. Lots of unrendered walls. To be fair, Ben assures me he didn't pay that much for this. Kel surprise. And then, and then in the sort of the communal area, there's a sort of a, a faux leather sofa. Uh, there's a Hungry Hippos game, which we haven't opened, but I'm willing to bet um, most of the pieces aren't in there. It's not, it's not the decor, it's the... There isn't the even smell. wallpaper. The, the smell. Don't get me started on the smell. It sounds like someone's... It smells like stale pee and someone's died in here. I mean, we all looked at the pictures as well, because the pictures look fine. There's only one light working. The, the wallpaper's peeling off. We've got a bed sheet for curtains. The place is horrific, and it stinks. Well, do you know what it's put me in the mood for? Yeah, I need one as Gilles well. I don't even want to use the glasses. Could we boil the kettle and just pour some water over I've, I've not even. I'm not even... Like, if you... Could you do that, Ben, please? Come on. No, Don't just sit there eating crisps. I've rinsed them out. No, yeah, but no, that's not how you clean things. You should, to be honest, even in any, unless you are staying in the Hotel de Paris in Monaco, 
That's my top tip. No, I don't want that kettle's minging. No, 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 yes, but if you boil it, bacteria... Look at the state of... Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Level two food safety here. Click your fingers at me. Water that has gone over 62 degrees Celsius kills all bacteria. So when you take it to 100, it's extra effective. So once you pour that on, any bacteria either in the kettle or anything where the water has come into contact, it's fine. Always do that in a hotel. Do we have to do this? Because we're going to have to wait ages now for kettle We'll we'll do the gingerbread in a minute. So tell us right where it is, because Donald Trump's doing a state visit. We thought it would be funny to bring William to Burnley, my hometown. You thought it would be twisted. Yeah. And indeed it is a bit. Yeah. Tell us all about a state visit with Donald Trump, what we can expect to see this week. How how would it start, the state visit? Well, with with whoever the, the, the visitor is, the head of state that is incoming, there is the official welcome. Yep. And that is where the they come straight from the airport, and if it's a London state visit, as it has been with Donald Trump, they are greeted by head of state, so the Queen, in, in our instance, for the UK. Uh, they listen to the respective national anthems. They inspect the uh, Guard of Honour. We saw Donald Trump do that last year. It didn't go brilliantly well, but um, we believe it's going to go better this time because at least he's had a bit of practice. And then there is a procession in carriages, state carriages, up the Mall to Buckingham Palace, where, of course, he will then be for much of his stay. I didn't get that official welcome. I did not get anything close to a carriage procession. Do you know what I got? I got producer Ben in his Renault Clio <laughs> collecting me from Manchester Piccadilly, taking me up the Accrington Bypass. <laughs> oh, I like him in his little Clio. Hey, call it the Aki Bypass. The what? We don't say Accrington. Aki. Yeah, we say Aki, like, oh, down Aki Road or Aki Bypass. Right. Yeah. So I got that. And actually, we got here, and you, as presumably, you are the receiving head of state. Yep. Weren't even here. No, I was in town. Yeah, well, you weren't at the at the official welcome yeah, destination. Oh, which is that is how this, it should have been? This luxury Airbnb. Well, it's funny you say we start. If you want us to do, you know, the national anthem, I'm happy to do the Burnley anthem. If you want. What the hell's that? I went into an alehouse that I used to frequent. Jack Walker came up to me, his money was spent. He asked me to play, I answered him nay. Said rubbish like yours I could beat any day and it's no nay never. No nay never no more till we play Bastard Rovers. No, nay, never, no more. You've got a voice of an angel. So that was the national anthem. A hell's gifts. angel. I've also got your gift. Yes, because there is an official gift exchange on a state visit. Well, you've already had yours because I, I, I got you... Uh, what do you mean? Odd, well, I got you that um, savoury from Oddie's. Oddie's is a, is a well-known bakery in Burnley. It's Everybody loves it here. Uh, a savoury is like... Um, loads of meat mixed into a sausage roll. It's not a sausage roll, it's a savoury. So you, you tried that. It was that very f- pink. It was nice. So yes, that's but it the did gift. Look a touch. Jordan, you're giving me the wrapper. Yeah, I'm giving you the Oddies wrapper. It's a greasy Oddies wrapper. That's for you to re- to remind you of your trip to Burnley. Trust, trust me, I don't need anything to remind me of my trip to Burnley. <laughs> so what's your gift for me? Hang on, on the back of this, it's got if you are dissatisfied with the quality of your purchase, please return it to the nearest Oddies shop or ring our head office. Well, what do you mean if you're dissatisfied? No one's dissatisfied. How do I return it? No, you don't want to... Let's not go into that. No, let's not. So did you like your first Oddies? That was my gift to you. Do do you know what? My first Oddies was... Odd. That's probably how I'd describe it. He didn't finish his savoury. 
he uh, I'm gave cutting it, down. He gave it to producer Ben. He had a bite and gave the rest to producer Ben. That was my gift to you. How very rude. Etiquette expert here. You got me a gift? Yes, I do. It's a little bit of my culture to you. And also there's, as with most good state gifts, there's a subliminal message. Wet ones. Some wet wipes, yes. Wet ones, wet wipes. Be gentle. Fragrance yes. free with aloe and, vera. And there's the subliminal message, Jordan. Wet ones, be gentle. I, want, I wanted you to be gentle with me in Burnley. Because I'm not used to this sort of... It's like Monaco all over again. Stop speaking like this. I think there were actually just some gunshots outside. No, there wasn't. There's not been gunshots in Burnley for months. Since you... <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I would hate, by the way, for anybody to listen to these next two episodes and think that I'm taking the mick out of Burnley, or we both are, or anyone from Burnley. You know how much I love this town. You know how proud I am to come from here. How, how much I love the people, the football club, my family that are from here. So don't, don't think that we're taking the mick. I wanted to bring William here because it's where I'm from. I'm proud of it. And hasn't everybody been lovely so they far? They have been lovely. Like, what about... Well, with the exception of that gentleman who did shout at me as I stood on that street corner a moment ago. You did look like a prostitute, to be fair, though. Well, that's not what he shouted. He, he shouted how much? What did he shout? He said, have I ever watched Dickinson's Real Deal? <laughs> I just got you had that fucking silk scarf on. <laughs> Why have you got me what it was? What, by the way... And, what's... And producer Ben has brought back in the, um, the um, sterilised glasses now, so we can actually... What have been previous gifts in the past? Because that's quite interesting. What would the president bring... God, now you ask me. <laughs> so, like, what, 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 like, culture, what would he bring? A, um, a hamburger, that's American. Oh, William... Put more in than that, mate. Come on. Um, Is there, do you know any previous ones? There has been... Actually, the Buckingham Palace, the Royal Collection, a few um, years ago, did a really good summer exhibition. It, Jordan, it's two parts to Bonnet oh. and one part gin. Go on. Actually, the Royal Collection, um, a few years ago, did a very good summer exhibition when they opened Buckingham Palace for the summer opening on royal gifts. And they had all sorts of gifts that the Queen has been given over the years on display. There were canoes. There She's were canoe. clocks. She's been given a canoe and clocks? Yeah. It's like bullseye. <laughs> Here's what you could have won. <laughs> yeah. Flanky. How's the Queen going to use a pig and canoe? Come on. London's landlocked for about 40 miles, in it? Well, she mm. often takes it on a Sunday morning up the Thames. <laughs> right, just for, the, just for the record here, we've just recorded something where <laughs> producer Ben is nearly in tears, but... I'm telling you now, that is getting cut out of the edit. <laughs> yeah, and it was my fault. <laughs> that is getting cut. So, right, tell us what you've done in Burnley today. Remember, William's now going to tell you about his day, what we've done, and you're going to hear all of the highlights because we recorded everything. You're going to hear it on a separate episode on Thursday. It's going to be like a special Burnley episode. Um, um, so we started off in the Airbnb, which is awful. It uh, started as we meant to go on. Then we went into Burnley Town Centre, which is just across the road. And, and it is a town, it's not a city. We oh, should point that a, out. It's a very small town. It's a really small town. I mean, this isn't exactly 100% accurate anymore, but it certainly used to be. What would it need to have to be a city? A cathedral. Well done. Even very though good. Britain's newest city, Preston, which was made a city by the Queen for her jubilee in 2002, uh, it doesn't have a cathedral. Hmm. That's how they celebrated the Queen's Golden Jubilee. Check me out, 
etiquette expert. Honestly. Put her sister up. had died, her mother had died, and then they make Preston a city. I mean, what a bad year for her. It was the Golden Jubilee, 2002, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we Such went into town. salt in the wounds. What do you think of Burnley Town Centre? Burnley Town Centre? There were a lot of people about. He, you, he stuck out like a sore thumb. Like, he had this silk scarf on, a big, long brolly, a big, long blue trench coat. Which, thing. I have to say, kept me warm, and the umbrella came into handy yeah, later on. Pissed down, to be fair. Um, what do you think of Oddies and the shops and everywhere? They were very friendly in Oddies. Yeah, they, they were. They had lots on offer. William literally asked them what everything was, and this lovely girl... Laura. Laura. Is uh, showed us everything, all the specialities that Oddies have. Because what I liked about Oddies is when you go into, you know, you go into your generic, even Starbucks, or generic hipster coffee shop, and they're all sort of selling the same sort of cakes. Uh, there's always one of the flourless chocolate lime cake, or a chocolate mm. brownie, and or a muffin. And, OK, yeah, there were muffins in Oddies, um, which they were called, correctly, American muffins, as if to just distinguish them. They had so many different things there that I'd never heard of. What was the... Butter cake. Yeah. Which apparently is just butter in a cake. No, no, butter pie. A butter pie. Which is basically just mashed potato in a pie. Yeah. You never had a butter pie? No. Oh, it's oh, it's, it's just mashing a pie. It's fantastic. It's actually more of a pressing thing, a butter pie, you know. Well, they've got them here. They had oven bottoms. Oh, you asked what an oven bottom was? Well, the mine boggled. Mm. And a cream pie. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that? Yeah, it's kind of like a... <laughs> What? They did, they had a cream pie. I've never had a cream pie. They're a bit like a Bavarian slice, they're similar yeah. to that. Mm. Similar to that. She she I mean she was she was quite she was quite a good saleswoman. She tried to press me to some of her lady fingers, but I was having none of it. <laughs> then we had a we had a chat to some of the locals, didn't we? Yes. Yes. And you took me in the market. We went to the market and we met a lovely lady called Carolyn. So Carolyn asked us for a picture. She runs the fruit and vegetable at Burnley Market. She's got some lovely English asparagus at the moment. Yep. And, and some, some forced rhubarb. A forced rhubarb, which she told us all about. And some uh, strawberries as well, English strawberries. This is the best thing. She asked us for a picture. William got next to us. Fluffed my hair just to make it look nice. Fluffed his hair, started doing his, like, checking his face was fine. she gave her phone to William and he had to take the picture of me and her. <laughs> And you were livid. The running theme of talking to people on the streets, when a couple of them knew who you were, and uh, they they kept going, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And I'd say, hello, I'm also on Instagram. And they just stare right through me. One said, and I quote, what is it? William Henson. Hence, I'll follow you. I'll follow you too. And she got it wrong. Yeah. Then we went from Burnley Market to Hafner's Butchers, which is a proper family yes, butchers and, in Burnley. Yes, and not run by Hugh. Oh, we did stop off at the Big Window Pub. Oh, we did. We did. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we didn't, didn't go, go in, in it, no. We didn't go in, but uh, William met some of the, the locals in the Big Window Pub. Did any of them have their own teeth? Um, I don't know. I didn't. I tried not to make eye contact. OK, uh, we got a picture outside Big Window Pub. I did, did a full tour of Burnley. With a local. Can I just say all the locals, we were asking them, like, what we should do, and they're like, go up Pendle Hill, go uh, to... That's, apparently that's all there is to do in Burnley. No, they, they all, they all Everyone said, go, do you want to go up Pendle Hill? Pendle Hill, Townley Park, singing Whistling Tree. Yeah, what? Now, can, I still don't get what it's a singing whistling... It's a tree whistling. that sings and whistles. It's fantastic. I'll have to show it. It should be on Britain's Got Talent. It's also a cracking dogging spot. 
from what I've been told. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> from what I've been told. <laughs> then the highlight of the day for me. Yeah. And this is why I love everyone at the club because they're so nice. We went to Burnley Football Club. We got a full tour from Veronica, the receptionist. She told us the history of Burnley. She took us pitch side, so I got to sit in Sean Dyche's seat. Where's it called where the manager and the players are? Um, the dugout. The stalls. The dugout. Right. Bringing it back to Donald Trump and his state visit, and we all know because he's got the attention span of a five-year-old, you found bits of the Burnley tour boring. I found it fascinating. I, I didn't want to go home. Um, how, how will Donald Trump com- cope with that? What sort of things will he get shown round? Well, he will be going to lay a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Westminster Abbey, which Uh is something that all heads of state do. And normally, and and again, if let's say the Queen were going to America, she would do a similar thing over there. What did you think of Burnley Football Club? It's bigger than I thought. Should we play a clip of it? Because you're going to hear most of it in Thursday's episode, but let's just have a listen to you and I at Turf Moor and and you trying to be uh, a football manager at the side of the pitch in the dugout. I think I did very well. I don't think you did. Go and shout, go and shout. Ref, ref, what are you doing? Go and run up and scream it. I can't run. Ref, come on! (laughs) You do it. Referee, what are you doing? Very cross. (laughs) That was great, you being manager. Also as well, we got you in the um, media room and I interviewed you as the Burnley manager. That's less exciting in the flesh than it looks on television, I'll Yeah, be it, it was, it was, it was a bit, but I... I it's just a little bit of board, boards with some logos on, and they're really not even that... It's not, like, floor-to-ceiling. Yeah. It's right. sort of torso height stuck on the wall. Then we went from Turf Moor to... Um... The pub? Oh, yes, the, the Royal Miners. No, the Miners. The Miners. Um, we went to the miners. Uh, there's a famous drink in Burnley called a Benny and Art. We've Which I think about. we sampled back in series 412, how many years ago it we've, was. We've talked about it. The soldiers from the First World War brought Benedictine back from France. It's now a famous drink in Burnley. The most Benedictine in the world is drunk in the miners club in Burnley. Who we went in for a Benny and Art. Oh, Mike, you couldn't make it up. Tell us what it was like in there. Um, it was um, lively. There were, I think we witnessed two or three fisticuff moments. I am not one of even... which was you and producer Ben having a lover's tiff. Me and Ben had a bit of a tiff over the episode because we're passionate. We're passionate about the episode and how it should sound. We got into the minors. I'm not even joking. Look at Ben's face. He's really, he's really not over it. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> we got into the minors. I'm not even joking. There was two kickoffs in there, weren't there? One wasn't a kickoff. It was a woman that basically told a guy where to go. Yeah. Yeah. And in the opposite the, direction to her. The second one was two Irish fellas, weren't they? Were they both yeah, Irish? Yeah, I think they were, well, one of them was certainly Irish. Yeah, and that was a kick-off. The landlady had to come over, didn't she? Oh, was that the landlady? Oh, was that the landlady? He was... What? I'm not... You couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. Like, what were it like? And we didn't know where You've to You've got... Sorry, stop. You have gone so Burnley today. Have I? I'd like to think... that I think we're undoing the hard work that I've done over the last three series with you, where I've tried to slightly change and improve your diction. Yeah. You couldn't make it, make it up. You couldn't make it up. Oh, did I, I did note, because Ben said to me before when we were in Oddies, he's like, right, you sound really Burnley now, but this is what happens when I, when I go back home and come back to London. Um, when, I went, when I last home, came back to work, and they were like, have you been home this week? I went, yeah, they was like, you can tell you sound so Burnley. 
So he went in Burnley Miners. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens next on a state visit? They go for a big banquet, don't they? Yes, the sort of the set piece, the thing that a lot of people look forward to, the both the, the host, the guest and the press, is the state banquet. Yeah, and I'm going to take you to a Burnley banquet, which is Curry House just down the road, even better. They don't have a licence, so you can take your own beer in. So we're going to... Cornish. Well, I've never drunk beer in my life, so I'm not taking beer in. Well, you can take the gin and the bonnet in here, right. and I'll go in corner shop before I get some cans for me and Ben. Everyone's laughing. So I'm going to take us for a big banquet curry, yeah? Right. Is it what, what dress code? White tie? No, it's just... Do I wear my decorations? No, you, you'll be all right in that. We're, just, we're not dressing up for a oh, curry. Oh, I was going to change. And then after the curry... I genuinely have bought a change of clothes. No, you're not changing. After the curry, or after the banquet, Donald Trump, when will he get to meet Charles and Camilla, the family? Well, actually, that would have happened on the first day. Oh, right, because you've not met me Auntie Mags or my grandma yet. No. Or... Me auntie Jen or me brother, our Ryan. Well, he's not our Ryan, he's your Ryan. I tell you what, we'll go for a curry tonight. We'll check out of here because we're not staying in here because it's an absolute dive. And then we'll go and see me auntie Mags tomorrow morning. We'll go for a brew. We'll get a brew and some breakfast at me auntie Maggie's. Good. Okay. Yes. How would you describe Burnley in a word so far? Undescribable. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I think so far... This state visit of mine has gone better than a lot of other state visits. State visits in the past, especially with American presidents, have been interesting. We had one, I will not mention the name of the um, American president, um, which we'll pretend is because I'm being discreet. It's actually because I've forgotten. Uh, but in the in the 60s, who actually kissed the Queen Mother on the lips. It was, um, I know who that was. It was JFK. It wasn't. It was. It definitely wasn't JFK. It was JFK. It definitely wasn't It JFK. was JFK. I'm pretty sure it was JFK when he was with... Do you want me to host knockoffs next week? <laughs> OK, you stick to your job, I'll stick to mine. It was not JFK. Knockoffs is a game that we play on my show. On, on, if you can uh, call it a game. On Radio 1. If you can call it a show. So, yeah, uh, we've, had, we've had a proper tour of Burnley. It's been good fun. I can't wait for you to listen to the highlights on Thursday. I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as how much I've enjoyed it. Right, should we crack on with the episode? Anything else about Burnley? Do we have a special Burnley-themed joke of the week? We've not had a toast. Oh, we haven't toasted anyone. Well, that's the first time. Oh, well. We'll re-pour. I know who we should toast to. Who? The great people of Burnley. The people of Burnley. Cheers, cock. Oven bottoms up. Say cheers, cock. Cheers, cock. Mm. Right, I need to do my joke of the week, don't I? Yes. I do. Um, joke of the week's... Getting mixed reactions. Some people love it in some weeks, others don't, but it's it's one of them. When I found out you could be a sperm donor by post, I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, my joke of the week. When I found out you could be a sperm donor by post... I came in a jiffy. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so inappropriate. What do you call a herd of cows masturbating? Beef stroking off. <laughs> now it's time for our competition, Give Me The D. We've recorded a special Burnley edition of Give Me The D live from Turf Moor. So we was at Turf Moor before and we decided to chant Give Me D. Like a football chant. Like a football chant. So here it is. One, two. Oh, one, two, three. I want the D. I need it now. Please tell me when. Please tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Give me the D. That was really good. You really got into that. Well, yes, I, I just let rip. So what do our G&D divas have to do if they want to win a bottle of De Bonnet? All they have to do is go to our Instagram page. They have to like the post. They have to make sure they're following the account, of course, and they have to tag a friend who they think would like the D. And then uh, the competition runs for 24 hours. And at random, producer Ben will pick a winner and that D will be popping through their letterbox quicker than they can say and let's now crack on with the listeners questions live from burnley for a special state visit podcast william hansen first question please this question has come in via our instagram page we're at sexed my boss on twitter and on instagram hi william and jordan who's it from well they've asked us not to share their name all right fair you'll enough. see you'll probably see why hi william and jordan i know when you read this it will be too late but today is the anniversary of me and my partner's wedding they mean my partner and I's wedding. I haven't got a present. I haven't got a card. What I do have is an awful sense of being a dick. What should I do? He's forgot or she's forgot their other half's anniversary. Yeah. The best thing to do is tell them that because of all the recent burglaries in your area, you are going to get them alarmed. And you're having an alarm a state-of-the-art security system in dusky pink that makes the siren of the QE2 put in. Only about 15% of our listeners will get that reference. I don't... It's one of my favourite episodes of Keeping Up Appearances. It's what happens when Richard forgets he and Hyacinth's anniversary, and so he gets her 
alarmed. Real talk. What yep. should what should you do if you forgot your other half's anniversary? You've just got to apologise and make it up. Try not to forget because it's only going to cost you more money in the long run. I mean, obviously, because if you turn up after work, sorry to interrupt. If you turn up after work with some chocolates and flowers, it, it's it, you're still in the doghouse. If you can, at least try to go and get a card. Yeah, yeah. But if you forget your other half's anniversary, you've really got to make it up to him. The weekend after, take him out, you've, you've got some... Well, it's your anniversary as well, it's not just the other half. Yeah, but you've got to make it up to him, if, if you forget It's him. not, you know, I've remembered the anniversary of your first marriage. I'm saying if you forget, try not to forget, but you do have to make it up to him if you forget. What are you saying? I, yeah, I would agree. Honesty is the best policy. Tell them. They might be ticked off. They might have forgotten as well. But actually sometimes, you know, some people react, some people want a, a present, they want a physical thing, whether it's for their birthday, for their anniversary. Other people like experiences. So if time is on your side, maybe they're at work. A balloon trip, you can get them from WH Smith for a day, 125 quid. Okay, not, not a hashtag ad, but there we go. Experience. Or you could get an experience and tell them about it. Or you could say, look, I, I wasn't, you know, I had many ideas wasn't sure which one to go with. So there are a couple of options, but I thought the best present would be to say, right, what do you want to do? Yeah. And can I just say as well, there's now... That, I've said it out loud and that does sound like they've forgotten, but, you know, good, good on you for trying. Can I just say as well, it works both ways. If you know your other half's busy, like she's working loads over the next few weeks and she's quite forgetful or he's quite forgetful anyway, just say, don't forget it's our anniversary on Tuesday. Mm. There's not wrong with that. No. Next Great. question. William and Jordan, brackets and Ben. To start, I will apologise for my grammar. It's not the best, although I am sure you will correct it. As you see what you've done now, you've got people apologising before they've even wrote in. Written. Oh, for... F- <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> Are you being serious? Is it written? Yes! Oh, for God's sake. You've got people so scared to write in that they have to apologise for the grammar in advance. Nobody, if you're listening, Gene Divas, do not apologise to Snobby McSnobbington there because you're worried about what he thinks of your grammar. You write in however you write. The advice I need is on the following. I met a guy at a university and we fancied each other right away. Although, due to both being in long-term relationships, we met, never made any advances towards each other mm-hmm. and tended to keep our distance at gatherings. Or, as Jordan might call them, piss-ups. <laughs> True. <laughs> After graduating in 2017, we have recently reconnected over the last couple of months. But, and here is the issue. Oh, my God, is that a rat? Oh, my God. Where? That- Where? Jordan, you're not serious. Joking! I was joking! I, was, I promise you, I was joking. Jordan, that is my literally don't. <laughs> I was joking. I know you're sorry. I know. William's terrified of rats. Like, it's his phobia. I'm so, I feel a bit bad now. <sighs> but, and here is the issue. The last time I saw him, which was when we were in third year, he was clean-shaven. Now... He is not. Oh, he's got a beard. Now, I like a beard just as much as the next person, but his beard is, for want of a better word, terrifying. I have to casually bring it up in conversation. However, he shrugs it off and says he needs to grow it for five years for it to be how he wants it. He has only been growing it for one year. My housemate winds me up and says it looks like he dropped his chin in PVA and stuck his pube trimmings onto his chin. (laughs) 
But she isn't wrong. I have attached photographs. That's called monkey face. To be fair, I've looked at these. I've looked at these photographs. I would agree to. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is a proper pube face. That is that. Bless him. I know he'd take the piss, but that is what Ben'd look like if he grew a beard. I know I sound awful, but looks do matter to an extent. Yet I also do not want to be a woman that tells a man how to look. That's never been my style. Bless you. How do I tell him how I feel about his beard without upsetting him? I look forward to your response. I mean, we're looking at them pictures. I, t- I mean, she, d- she does have a very valid point. Here's my advice, right? Mm-hmm. You do it subtly. So you, you, you go for your pictures on Facebook, you go back to when you are at uni, and you're like, oh, look at us there. You look oh, so good. That was our part, yeah. Oh, you look really good. Oh, do you know what? Looking at them pictures, do you know what? Mm. I think I prefer you without the beard, you know. Just looking at them pi- I mean, I like the beard now. I get what you're doing, but, oh, look at us there in Tiger Tiger. Oh, look at there where Becky were being sick and you didn't have your beard. I think I prefer you without the beard and he'll get the hint. I think you do it subtly. Yeah. An appearance is quite hard. What's your advice? That's my advice. Facebook yeah. pictures. Some, pe- some people suit beards, other people don't. Some people can grow beards, others can't. I'm not going anywhere with this, Jordan, don't worry. Not in terms of you. With that beard, it's a very clumpy beard. There's a little bit here, there's a little bit there. It's a shit beard. If you want to be romantically involved with him, anonymous lady, I think you can't say anything. Maybe get a mutual friend to say something. But yeah, I like Jordan's approach. Certainly that's a nice first step. Can I say, I'm reading these questions today um, off Ben's laptop because we're, uh, you know, on the fly. Have you gone on his history? No, I haven't gone on his history. I wouldn't dare. But on his email thing, his there are three... I don't know whether this is tailored to Ben or if this is just his email provider. There are three default responses to emails. And I think they're very producer Ben. The first one is... Sure, I'd be happy to chat. Sure, I'd love to The second to chat. is, who are you? And the third, I'm not interested. With Ben, that's it. When I message him, I think there are... It, what level of Ben have we got today? Uh, it puts the abrupt in abrupt. Have we got, sure, I'm happy to chat. Have we got, who are you, Ben? Or have we got, I'm not interested, Ben? Generally, okay. it's the latter. Right, hurry up, because I want to go for this curry next question. This is from James. It's come in to us via email, help at sexedmyboss.com. Hello, William and Jordan. I have been listening to your podcast since the early days and have always wondered if I would ever need advice. Thanks, James. Well, here we are. Me and my ex broke up a year ago and have recently been speaking and spending a lot of time with each other. Oh, I see. We go for food, drinks and enjoy each other's company. Brackets. Oh, yes, we have slept together a few times. It happens. I know someone close to me who's doing it at the moment. They just broke up with their other half and they're um, seeing still, each other they're again. Still shagging. And it happens. I know loads of people have done that. You need to stop that, though. But it's because speaking to this person, no, real talk now, speaking to this person, they both can't bear the thought of them with someone else yet. Mm. We all have needs. So they spoke about three weeks ago and they've had sex like twice since. We have both maintained that we shouldn't get back together because we are good friends. My question is, is this healthy? And is it worth risking our friendship for another shot at a relationship? I'd love to hear your thoughts. P.S. Jordan, the Green Hulk is a revelation and you are a genius. Kindest regards, James. Well, I've kind of already given my advice there. Sorry to interrupt, but Mm. I think 
Um, Look, if you want to get back together again, you carry on doing each other. If you don't, if there is no chance, I think probably one of you, maybe you, James, maybe this other person, is maybe hoping that it might get back together. By sleeping together, you are setting a precedent or a, a false expectation that the relationship is going to be rekindled. If you both want it, no problem. But actually, if you don't want it and you're just using it purely for your basic, most carnal, primal instinct, mm, not sure I not sure I approve, because I'm sure one of you, probably deep down, would quite like it to happen again. Like I said before, um, I get it. You're not the first and you certainly won't be the last person that's still sleeping with their ex because, like you said, you can't bear the thought of them with someone else and vice versa. What's he asking? Do they want to get... Should we get back together? Mm. Well, no. It, no, is it OK that they're still sort of advanced cuddling when they had sort of ended that? Yeah, I, I think it is OK, but it can't go on forever. It can't, so you need to put it like... If I would say stop it. If it's like over a few months, you need to stop it. It cannot... And you need shouldn't to go on find forever. a new box set. So you've just... And I, and I remember saying this to a mate not long ago. I said to my mate, I was like, you've just got to accept the thought that she's going to meet someone else and she's going to sleep with someone else. This is serious advice. She's going to sleep with someone else. It's not going to be a nice feeling. It's not going to be a nice thought. We've got to move on. Well, there we go. Thank you for those questions. Uh, we'll obviously do more next week when we're not in Burnley. Uh, and later on this week, you'll hear what happened uh, when I did indeed mince around Burnley. What have we learnt? Well, we've learnt that Burnley has people. <laughs> we've learnt that Burnley's a lovely part of the world. Um, remember, you can hear all the highlights on Thursday. We're going to do a special extra extended episode right now. Oh, I am... and I actually, I've literally just got a message right now. Can you remember last week's episode? We gave a slight ultimatum to somebody. If they deleted that one-star review saying that they were getting ticked off with us not mentioning what actually happened in Monaco. If they deleted it, we would reveal. Oh. Now, I've just got the message. We need to verify that that has gone. Okay. If it has gone, in next week's episode, we will tell you. Yes, in next week's episode, we will tell you what happened in Monaco. I don't want to tell you. I... But <laughs> we, are, we are men of our word. I don't want to... Thank God. I'm worried now, because... I'm being serious. Mm. We're checking out. We're not staying here. Ben, pack your things up, mate. We're not staying in this shithole tonight. rat-infested we'll hellhole. We'll, we'll go and check into a hotel. I'm worried the last time I was in a hotel with you, it's going to happen again tonight after a few drinks and what have you. Well, especially after that Indian. Oh, yeah. Because that's how it happened last time, didn't it? Well, we didn't have an Indian. Well, a lot of things happened that night that I can't remember. Mm. Anyway, we'll tell you next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Jordan, thank you for having me here. Uh, another part of a state visit is there is always a reciprocal dinner. So there is always a, a dinner, normally on night two or night three, where the guest gives a dinner in honour of the host. So it's like it's not quite a state banquet. You can buy me breakfast tomorrow. It's a date. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Say ta cock. ta cock. There we go. Right, let's go and get a curry. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 